Hey, we got two seasons. I need two beers. <sighs> Welcome to season two, bitches. <laughs> Welcome to season two of Radio Fear. Here with me, as always, is Justin. What's going on, everybody? Glad to be here. And I'm your host, Brandon. I, too, am glad to be here. (laughs) We got a lot in store for you on season two of Radio Fear. We got a new look. How does it look? I think it looks pretty sexy. I made it myself. Really? Yes. I would have never known that. Shut up. (laughs) But yes, we have a lot of things in store for y'all on season two. A lot of stuff I'm excited for personally. Oh yeah, me too. So strap in, gear up, get the chainsaws and axes ready, because we're cutting in deep. Real deep. Because we got a lot to cover, but before we do that, it's time to go to the horror headline. Here's your horror headline. On Radio Fear Macabre. Up first, we have a Winnie the Pooh horror movie coming. Oh, bother. (laughs) (laughs) And from what I've read about it and seen thumbnails of, Winnie the Pooh, it looks scary as fuck. Blood and honey, and I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, (laughs) I was on Facebook and I shared the article of the blood and honey announcement, and uh, somebody's like, I don't know, I don't understand why people have to take what's, you know, innocent from our childhoods and ruining it by making it all dark and bloody. I'm excited to see this. They did this with the banana splits. Never seen that. Really? Did you watch the banana splits when you were a kid? No. I have no idea what it is. Uh, Okay, the Banana Splits was a show. It came on, like, Cartoon Network late at night before they had Adult Swim. Yeah, I was already asleep. Yeah, there there was a couple nights where I stood up and I watched that and some show with Count Floyd. But the Banana Splits, they were a kid's show, and it was these guys in these goofy animal costumes going on wacky adventures and stuff like that. They had a band. They were in a rock band together. And the visuals was very, like, Beatles cartoon, but in real life. There was a horror movie made out of the Banana Splits just a couple years ago. And uh, now Winnie the Pooh's getting that same treatment. And I'm excited to see it. It's going to be a real interesting take. Because when I was a kid, I used to watch Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I mean, what kid didn't watch Winnie the Pooh? I didn't watch a lot of it. My sister was really big into Winnie the Pooh. Don't get me wrong. In no way am I saying I'm expecting this to be good. <laughs> I'm just really excited to see it. This one day, <laughs> regardless maybe, of how it is, this one day may be a junkyard jamboree. Where's all my honey, Piglet? <laughs> Where's all my money, Piglet? Up next here on the horror headlines, Neff Campbell apparently is not going to be in the new Scream movie. What? 
Everybody put your pitchforks, torches up. Put them up. Let's riot. <laughs> but yeah, she is not going to be in the new Scream 6 movie. Lots of conflicting reports. It's saying she didn't like the script. Some say it's a money issue. Well, you know. Directly, Could be both. Who knows? Directly out of the Nev's mouth. She didn't agree with how much they were going to pay her. I can understand where she's coming from. But from my point of view, if you're not going to be in the movie for long or not have a huge part in it, you shouldn't get paid as much as certain other people. Okay, no, no, listen, everybody. Justin's saying that and not me, okay? So when you come after him, don't go after me. I'm on team. Pay the woman what she's due. She's done a lot of work for this film series, just as most of you are. <laughs> I'm on that team too, but I can, I'm seeing from what the film producers and stuff are coming from also. I don't want to have the, the idea in my head that, oh no, without Nev Campbell, this is going to be a terrible Scream movie. Oh, I don't think it'll be a terrible Scream movie just because it doesn't have Nev Campbell. But I also think if you want Nev Campbell in a Scream movie, you paid Nev Campbell. Oh, I understand that. You're going to have to pay the Nev tax. The Sydney tax. <laughs> People on Twitter saying, oh, this is going to be a terrible movie already jumping to assumptions stop. Yeah, there were those people assuming that this movie was going to be bad before they even knew Nev Campbell was out because it's the sixth Scream movie. At this point, we're pushing it, right? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. I mean, was part six the best Friday the 13th? Kinda. Yeah. But, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's up there. Part six, part four. Yeah. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, Friday the 13th was the worst one I could have picked for that example. <laughs> Halloween six. Was, there you go. Yeah. Wasn't was that around Elm Street six the best one? No. <laughs> Wasn't six New Nightmare? Was six New Nightmare? Uh, that was pretty good. I think you're right. I, cause I was thinking it was Freddy's Dead. I think Freddy's Dead was five. five. Ah! <laughs> okay, you know Hold what? On. Maybe I don't have a leg to stand on in this argument. <laughs> I want to figure out about that. I, th I, I was thinking it was Freddy's Dead. I think I miscounted. Oh, six is Freddy's Dead. Oh, then I'm absolutely right. That is the worst fucking nightmare movie. <laughs> yes, you have a good point. Nightmare 6 was terrible. Ah, uh, the worst. But Friday the 13th Part 6 was pretty damn good. I don't understand how that works, but... Yeah. In most cases, when we get up to like six, at that point, you you kind of run it dry a bit. But yeah. Prime examples, Halloween and Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. Six was pretty bad. In my opinion, Halloween six was the worst Halloween movie ever made. It's a pretty bad fucking movie. No matter what side of the fence you're on, it's pretty shitty news that Neff Campbell's not going to be in it. But... Yeah, it sucks. Hopefully, either A, they'll pay the woman what she's due... Or B, they can make a good movie without her being in this one. And the best part is, if there's any silver lining in this news, just because she's not in this movie doesn't mean that she won't be in the next one. If there's a next one. Not confirmed, but highly likely that they will make another one after this. I don't know. This is this screen. A six-screen movie is going to be a gamble regardless of Nev Campbell being present or not. And, you know, Wes Craven being passed away. We we gambled with Scream 5, and in my opinion, we won. I think we got a good Scream movie out of it. A really good Scream movie out of it, actually. But, uh, I don't know, I feel like the more you do, the more you're pushing it, you know? Yeah, I agree on that also, but, I mean, 
still gonna watch it. Oh, I'm still gonna <laughs> fucking yeah. We're gonna watch it and we're gonna talk about it on the podcast for sure. But you're not gonna keep me away from a Scream movie. I'm a fucking super Scream fan. Speaking of Scream news, Jenna Ortega won MTV's awards for most frightened performance for her performance, obviously, in Scream 5. Well deserved. Very well deserved. Jenna Ortega was fantastic in that movie. We're also going to get to see her in Tim Burton's Wednesday, which is a adaptation of Adam's Family coming to Netflix. I was on the fence about this whole Tim Burton, Adam's Family thing. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not like the biggest Tim Burton fan. But then Jenna Ortega posted some pictures, some selfies of what she looks like as Wednesday. She looks creepy. I'm in. She looks really good as Wednesday. Yeah, she looks really creepy. Looking forward to it. Yeah. In other news, we reported on this last time, The Last of Us Part 1, the video game, was getting a remake. And uh, it has now since been confirmed. It's getting a remake for the PlayStation 5. I saw it. It's selling for $100. $100? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not buying it, but I hope anyone who who is buying it has fun with that. I played the game. I beat it. I almost cried a couple times. It was fun. If I want to play it again, I'll play it again on my PS4. But I hope your PS5 version is fun with its new graphical fidelity. $100 worth. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it looks it looks good. I saw some screenshots. It looks good. About it. It's not worth $100. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't see me spending $100. Maybe it was like a specific collector's edition that was worth $100. Jurassic World Dominion released. Excited to see it. I've heard bad things. Apparently, it is the most tired and boring entry in the series. Even worse than Jurassic Park 3. We haven't seen it yet. We probably will at some point. For us now recording this, The Quarry has released today. So it's been out for a bit when this does come out. David Arquette commented on something that I've been saying for a long time. David Arquette said that he wants to see Supermassive Games make a Scream game to the similar style of games like Until Dawn, The Quarry, House of Ashes, and all that. That would be fucking awesome. Yes, I've been wanting to see a Scream, specifically Scream game, in that style for a while. And it was kind of cool seeing David Arquette say that as well. Oh, you know if they do that, he's going to be totally on board for anything they want. Absolutely. In other news, Evil Dead the Game has won Player's Choice as the best game for May 2022. And I have to agree. It's a really great game. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I can't wait to see what else they're going to do. The devs of the game, Saber Interactive, has done recently a hour-long Q&A live on Twitch where they didn't tell us a lot, and people were upset about it, and they have since gone onto their Discord and Reddit and all that to answer a few more questions. So Ghostbusters Day kicked off recently. There's news about an animated series being developed for Netflix. Jason Reitman and Gil Keenan announced that there is an animated film and an animated series coming out in the near future. The animated film is being directed by Jennifer Kluska and Chris Pronoski and written by Brenda Sway. Sorry if he mispronounced it, folks. Yeah, he's sorry. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Upcoming movie is said to be the next chapter in the Spengler family story. So taken after Afterlife, I'm pretty excited to see that. I grew up loving the real Ghostbusters show. We're gonna get a movie and a new series. I wonder if it's gonna be set in the universe of the films or in the universe of the real Ghostbusters. 
In other news, AEW superstar wrestler, former WWE, former Impact wrestler, Samoa Joe is going to play Sweet Tooth in the new uh, Twisted Metal. Wrestling. Wrestle. I don't know anything about wrestling. (laughs) You know Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I know Hulk Hogan. I know know Mr. T. Was he a wrestler? Was he just a movie star? Movie star who did a little bit of wrestling. Oh, okay. You know who Macho Man is? Macho Man Randy Savage. Bonesaw. Bonesaw. Yeah, I bet in the uh, in the world of athletic theater, I am uh, not quite uh, fluent in that language. I'm sorry. And I've tried, ladies and gentlemen, to get him into wrestling. He just can't do it. He I can't get into it. He tried. I I, I, I did try. I did try. Because I remember, I think we were still in high school. He came in, watched a pay per view with me, and he just couldn't get into it. I just, it's not my thing. Anyways, yes, Samoa Joe is going to be playing Sweet Tooth at the new Twisted Metal show. Curious to see how this will work. I don't think Samoa Joe's been in any shows or movies. I could be wrong. I mean, Bautista did great as Drax the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy. And who could ever forget the Rock and Doom? I could, if you would let me. (laughs) I could. Uh, or John Cena in every other bad movie. I hear he's good at Peacemaker, though. That's the only thing he's been good at. <laughs> he was funny in that one, uh, fuck, what was it? It was a comedy I saw where he was, like, a dad and... Talking about cock blockers. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, this is a normal man's haircut. <laughs> I thought he was funny there. Excited to see the Twisted Metal series. So Will Arnett's gonna be doing the voice of Sweet Tooth. Samoa Joe's just gonna be doing the physical body acting. Yeah, like Darth Vader. But anyways, let's not talk about Obi-Wan right now. Let's fucking not. Moving on! <laughs> Teaser trailer dropped for the new Resident Evil 4 remake. Uh, it didn't show a lot. It just showed that, hey, uh, the graphics are going to be pretty and scary. You, I mean, we already knew that. But it's still the same game. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's hard to change up. RE4 too much without making it bad. So hopefully it's about the same game. But no, they are starting from scratch. They're not just like touching up RE4. It's like from the ground up, built new. Oh, okay. So probably different gameplay and everything. Similar, but different, yeah. It'll more than likely play like the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes. Okay. Which don't play too far off too differently from Resident Evil 4 already. It's just they're more modern. The RE2 and RE3 remakes have been really good. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is my favorite Resident Evil game. So I'm looking forward to it, but I also feel like out of all the games in Resident Evil, 4 is the one that didn't need a remake. It's fine as it is. It already plays well as it is. I mean, yeah, there's like some stuff in there that's dated, control-wise, but, like, it's not bad. But uh, it's just me. I'm just an old man. Just going on about, I don't change my Resident Evils! (laughs) Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! Don't change my Resident Evils, you young Capcom whippersnappers! That's it for Horror Headlines. Alright, we're we're in Season 2. That's gonna bring a lot of new things for you. This episode is just, uh, kind of touch base and to welcome you to the new season. New-time listeners, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Deadhead family, where we all love spooky shit. Now, we want to talk to you guys about some stuff that you can expect in the near future of the podcast, and also some stuff that we're just generally excited for, both 
what we're doing and in the horror genre. First things first, starting in July, we will be opening up a Patreon. We'll have more information on that later this month on where you can find it and all of that. But we are opening up a Patreon. Now, all the content that you guys have been getting for free, you will still continue to get for free. We're adding extra stuff that you can help us support the show. In return, get a few extra things out of it. Exclusive bonus material. Right. Uh, the plan so far that we have, an episode per month that is exclusive to those who support us on Patreon. Right now, we're working with one episode a month um if things go well enough with all that we will probably bump it up to two episodes a month another thing we're adding is something i'm excited about we're doing commentary tracks on some of the movies that we review in the show and that'll be about two commentary tracks a month if you support us over at patreon and you can listen to it while you watch the movie and uh it'll be like having us there probably making a bunch of fart jokes i'm not gonna lie to you it's the, the commentary tracks are probably going to be more comedy than uh, than informative, but we'll, we'll try to throw in some trivia in there as well. I'm real excited for that. That's going to be a hell of a good time. <laughs> yeah. Earlier this year, we uh, we watched Jason Takes Manhattan, and that was when I decided we should do a commentary track. Because <laughs> you had a lot of things to say about that movie. I, I genuinely loved that movie. Now, uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Not so much, but uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, you know, I always hear it gets like a lot of shit. And, you know, uh, just to just to reiterate, I have seen most of the Friday the 13th movies. It was some of the Jason titled movies I haven't seen, but all of like Friday the 13th part one through seven, I had already seen Jason X and Jason Takes Manhattan. I had seen parts of it on TV before, but never watched it all the way through. Jason goes to hell. I almost, I kind of avoided. <laughs> and we know why now. And uh, Justin caught me up on all of the Friday Thirteenth movies that I had missed uh, later on in the Friday Thirteenth series. Uh, though of course I'd seen Freddy vs. Jason when it came out, but uh, other than that, the other Jason title movies were a blind spot for me. And in return, I caught this man up on Evil Dead. Thank God you did that. <laughs> I don't know why I've never seen the Evil Dead franchise right. until then, because like you said, it was right up my alley, and, and God, I enjoyed the hell out <laughs> yeah. of it. I, I remember it was just a couple years ago I had found out that he had never seen an Evil Dead movie, and I'm like, what? Those are Justin movies. <laughs> they are. Uh, we had a good time watching all of the Evil Dead. We watched all the movies, including the remake, which I have to say is one of the better remakes made out of a horror movie. Um, and the whole, all three seasons of Ash versus Evil Dead. And yeah, we had a blast. I really that. enjoyed that TV series. Oh yeah. Uh, every bit of that series is good to me. Honestly, I had to say I might enjoy the TV series more than the movies. Really? Yes. Even Army of Darkness. He loved Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness was great. I mean, all the movies are great. I would put probably the remake above Evil Dead 1. Really? Yeah. As far as scare value. Oh, well, scare value, yeah. Fede Alvarez did a great job making that movie terrifying. And I enjoyed that. The reason why I like Ash vs. Evil Dead more is because, number one, it's longer. Uh Uh-huh. Lots of great characters in that TV series that oh, I yeah. fell in love with. Pablo and Kelly, Amanda, yes. Ruby, yeah. All of them. Yeah. The pacing of the story, 
everything. I enjoyed everything. There's really not anything in that TV series that I hated. Right. It was great. Even the uh, the sperm bank fight scene episode <laughs> and the, and the uh, the morgue with uh, where he fights an asshole. <laughs> shit on literally intestines yeah that was a great episode I, we I had caught him up to all this to you know and so and, and getting ready for Evil Dead the game it makes me want more Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell but <laughs> I, it is what it is though there is rumor that the, an animated series is in the works and he's still voicing Ash for that hell yes so I'm excited they, they can go nuts with an animated series I haven't followed Deep Ash vs. Evil Dead at the end yeah I mean, it probably will. I'd be down for that because I want that story to continue. Yeah. Well, we're getting a new movie. It's supposed to be later this year, but uh, uh, we, we've we heard very little about it. I'm following it closely on Twitter, though. Evil Dead Rise, set to take place in a high-rise in L.A., I believe. And, uh, you know, Necronomicon shit starts happening there. And it all takes place in the same world as the Evil Dead films and Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's taking place in that universe, not the remake. So it's sort of like Fear of the Walking Dead, where it's taking place in the same universe, it's just happening somewhere else. Right, but I would assume that this movie is taking over as the focus of the series. Uh, since, you know, Bruce Campbell's not doing Ash live action anymore. He, he's he gone on, because he's working on this film as well, you know, you know not in front of the camera. Both him and Sam Raimi have said that they're excited to see that universe carry on and uh, they're really excited to see what new characters do when, you know, in the spotlight of an Evil Dead movie. And uh, I gotta say, I am too. I'm not, I'm definitely not the Evil Dead fans. Like, no Bruce Campbell, it's no Evil Dead. No, if, if Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are excited for it, then I'm excited for it too. But let's try to get on something else, because if we talk about Evil Dead, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll be here forever, yeah. Forever, so <laughs> let's talk about something else. But something else that we got coming up for you guys very soon, next month actually, if you guys enjoyed Fear in the Faith, which we enjoyed making it a lot, we're, we're quite proud of our first event that uh, we've successfully wrapped up on. And going by the statistics, you guys really liked it too. So we're doing another special event in July to celebrate summer, we're doing Camp Macabre. Going camping. We're going camping, baby. Uh, so in Camp Macabre, we're going to be covering summer camp slashers for the month of July. We're starting with Madman, and then we're going into Sleepaway Camp, and then Final Girls, and then to finish it all out, we'll be covering the new video game from Supermassive Games, the creators of things like House of Ashes and Until Dawn, The Quarry, the new camp slasher game featuring David Arquette and Ted Raimi and a host of other famous horror people that we're really excited for, which is funny because we didn't plan on that. We were When we were coming up with Camp Macabre, we're like, oh, we don't know what to cover for the fourth episode because we did a video game as the last episode of Fear the Faith kind of want to do the same thing the friday 13th game's dead so what do we do and a, like two days after we popped that question to each other the trailer came out for the quarry and we're like oh it comes out like right in time for this so that's perfect worked out perfectly yeah we'll have a trailer for that series coming uh soon to you guys uh so i hope you guys are excited for that now there's going to be quite a big name missing 
in this series. Uh, I'm going to let Justin take it away on that. Yeah, I'm sure as he was listing the movie and the video game, y'all are wondering why we're not going to cover Friday the 13th. Well, there's actually a very big reason for that. Friday the 13th is just too big of a damn series to cover for Camp Macabre. We're, we've, trust me, we've got something special planned for the Friday the 13th series, and we're going to plan on having that being its standalone episodes. Yeah, uh, we're, we're planning a future event similar to Camp Macabre, but exclusively for Friday the 13th in the further future. Uh, but we have, if we're doing Friday the 13th, we got to do it right and give it its due. In detail through every movie. Yeah. <laughs> Because trust me, we're going through them all, even the bad ones. So I hope you guys are excited to see us at Camp Macabre. And you might see a few familiar campers there as well. But also, in the same vein of that, this October, we will be covering in our first series event, similar to how we're doing Camp Macabre and Fear in the Faith, but as we just talked about Friday the 13th, we're covering our first series for a whole month in October in celebration and anticipation for Halloween ends this October will be the month of the Halloween films and I'm fucking excited <laughs> for that through the span of October we'll be covering all of the films in the Halloween franchise and we might also cover some other more niche things within the Halloween franchise like games and comics and all that as well Games, Cobbits, and we might be able to squeeze in a Hocus Pocus 2 in there. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that also comes out in October. Right. So, I hope you guys are excited for that. We're very excited for that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of work, but we think it's going to be well worth it in the end. We've been dying to cover the Halloween franchise since we started this. So. Y'all got a little taste of it when we did Halloween Kills. Yeah, but now it's time to give the series the respect it is due. We're making a whole special event for it in the horrific world of Halloween. Other than that, we have quite a few things that we have planned out separately. Like uh, Shark Week. Shark Week, yeah. After after July, uh, going into August, we will be having our own Shark Week celebration covering two films. These I'm going to keep a surprise because I'm excited to see how that's going to go. <laughs> I will go ahead and say one of the episodes is going to be... We're going back to the junkyard. Right. And in this season, we will be returning to the junkyard more than once. <laughs> more than one time. Yeah. Uh, we got a few trips planned for the junkyard this, this season, which we're very excited for. Lots of filth to go through. A lot of lot of digging through and seeing what's worthy. But we're, we're excited to go back to the junkyard. When we did that last year for Thanksgiving... So um, much fun. It was it was fun. And uh, always Gory Rory's music for the Junkyard Jamboree. Some of his best work, I believe. Mwah, perfect. And um, by the way, if you enjoyed our new theme on this episode, also thank Gory Rory. You guys have heard me bring him up before. He is the, uh, he is the music man of Radio Fear. He has been supporting us musically this entire time. And hey, we can't thank you enough, Gory. Uh, if you guys want to check him out, and if you haven't heard me say it before, go to his YouTube channel, Gory, G-O-R-Y, space Rory, R-O-R-Y. He does amazing music. He helps out uh, not just us, but other podcasts as well. He's done the score for some films, and overall, the, the man does great work. Very well done. Yeah. Also, 
this August will be our one year anniversary. We're excited to do that and we got something special in mind. We're revisiting Cabini Green. I did it again. You did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Cabini Green. We're going back to Cabrini Green for the first, the 1992 original film. Candyman. Our first episode of season one started with us discussing and reviewing Nia DaCosta's Candyman as it came out. For our one year anniversary, we thought it was only fitting that we go back to where it started and talk about a movie that we've both gushed over multiple times on, on season one. So you guys know we love this movie. We're talking Candyman, 1992. I'm very excited for that. That's all the news for the podcast that we have to share. Personally, I'm excited for Halloween ends. Lots of good stuff coming out that I'm excited for. Like you said, there are Halloween ends. Yep. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Hocus Pocus 2 when it comes out. Can't wait to see that. Can't wait to see the new Evil Dead that comes out. Evil Dead Rise, baby. Scream 6. Yep, even though that's probably next year, but... Well, yeah, but... It's still, still within the season, yeah. Yeah, so excited to see that, and I'm sure there's other ones that I'm going to see that I'm going like to uh, like to watch. Oh, yeah. All in all, it's, gonna, it's looking like it's going to be another great year for horror. I, dude, we're in just a good era for horror in general, and I'm so glad to be alive during this time. Horror is just filling the, the void of all of our black hearts right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're glad to see it, so... In, in a year, in a decade, where everything, everything is superhero. Everything is capes and tights. Thank God we got some variety with horror. Let's get real for a minute, folks. Times have been kind of rough here lately. A lot of stuff's been going on. The world's on fucking fire. Through COVID and... A lot of shit. And you get your, you get your people out there, and it's like, why would you want to watch horror at a time like this? When is a better time to watch horror? Innocent people are getting bombed because of fascist dictators. When the world is going through a pandemic it likes to ignore. Nobody wants to follow the safety precautions. And when... Our own children aren't even safe in this country. I think there's no better time for us to sit back and decompress, face our fears in a safe way when there's so many unsafe ways out there for us to have to face those fears. Horror is more important now than it's ever been. And I think the horror community understands that more than anyone else. To be able to process all of these horrible things that this world is capable of on screen rather than in front of your eyes actually happening. Nothing's more terrifying than the news these days. That's the real scary shit. Yeah. So thank God for horror, for giving us a place where we can process all of this and face it and understand it a bit better so that we can go on to be better people. That's what I believe is the strength of the horror community. And that's why I'm very proud to be a part of it. That's why we chose the topic that we did for this podcast. Because we love this community, we love this topic, we love these movies, and we love the people. So, thanks everyone for tuning in to Radio Fear. You guys don't know how much we appreciate this. And we hope to further deliver good quality content for you guys as our way of saying thanks. So, until the next episode, I'm Brandon. And I'm Justin. And... Clatu Verata Nicto. Good night, everybody. <laughs>